0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and there was a woman who had had a spirit of infirmity for 18 years. She was bent over and could not fully straighten herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her and said to her, woman, you are freed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands upon her and immediately she was made straight and she praised God. But the ruler of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, said to the people, there are six days on which work ought to be done. Come on those days and be healed and not on the Sabbath day. Then the Lord answered him, you hypocrites, does not each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his ass from the manger and lead it away to water it? And ought not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan bound for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? As he said this, all his adversaries were put to shame And all the people rejoiced at all the glorious things that were done by him. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord It's such a beautiful scene. I love meditating upon this scene, especially wherever the Lord enters into the synagogues. Uh, And I try to imagine what that moment would have been like, at least for those who suspected something very beautiful and glorious about Christ, which is in the synagogue, as we've said before, this is where the Jewish people, they break open the word and the scriptures and they speak about God. And while they are speaking about God, he walks in the door, right? He walks in the door of the synagogue. And then this God whom they have spoken about and have longed for begins speaking to them, teaching them. It's a wonderful mystery to contemplate that that experience, that as the scriptures have opened, the very one whom we speak about would then walk into the door and be present with them, and yet that is the reality of the Mass. The scriptures are opened in the liturgy of the Word, and the one whom we speak about becomes present upon the altar. He doesn't walk through the doors in the same way that he simply made himself present in the upper room after the resurrection when all the disciples were gathered together in fear. He simply made himself present in their midst. So also, in the great mystery of the Mass, at the moment of consecration, that same Lord who walked through the doors of this synagogue that we read about comes to our altar and then even more intimately comes to us in Holy Communion And so this same Lord now, as we see him in the gospel today, while everyone else is going about their business, we can see that he is always attentive to human suffering. While everyone else is getting on with their own life, he immediately notices the woman who needs him because she suffers. He looks at her and she has suffered long, 18 years. She's been bent over with this infirmity. She's endured this trial and no one has been able to help her. And the Lord heals her, but in a very particular way. The way in which the Lord heals is always interesting. Sometimes it's words, sometimes it's touch, sometimes it's from a distance, sometimes it's up close. Here he speaks to her, and he speaks to her directly, woman. He refers to her with that same words by which he refers at times to his mother, but also which is a reference to his church. And so she represents the Church in a very particular way, the people of God, bent over from infirmity, bound, as he says later, by Satan, caught under the yoke of sin. Her posture, she is bent over towards the ground. It denotes someone who's been heavy burdened, someone who's been tied down, someone who's, as one of the Church Fathers said, She represents when what happens through sin is that our mind and our heart are quite literally brought closer to the earth. So, also, she is bent over towards the earth, representing in a spiritual sense the effects of sin upon the people of God. And the Lord comes to all of this to this being overburdened, to this being under the bounds of sin, to this being too caught up in the earth and in the world. And he speaks to her directly. Woman, you are freed from your infirmity, but he also touches her, lays his hands upon her. And immediately she is made straight and she praises God. She is healed of her interior affliction, but she is also from within her, from her spirit, she offers praise to God. She is very quickly brought to this perfection by Christ and his power. And she gives adoration to God. This is what we are also called to do, that to the one who heals us through the great mystery of the Mass, to the one who heals us through his sacraments, through our encounter with him in the sacraments, where we are freed from sin, restored, elevated, made straight, our response then should also be that adoration of God, that continuing adoration. As Pope John Paul II, and I've said many times before, The adoration of the blessed sacrament is the prolongation and the intensification of the Mass, but it's our right response to the one who has freed us from all of that suffering, the yoke of sin, the being overburdened. And all of this is done in his presence and with his word. The fact that he is there, he is able to do it. That's the purpose of the Sabbath. The purpose of the Sabbath is that encounter with God, and the Pharisees and the scribes, they tell everyone, come on a different day, (laughs) while God is present in their midst. Come at a different time, but God is present there and now. When God is present, that is the right time to come for healing. And God is always present to us in the blessed sacrament, always there to give out his healing. I've seen many wonderful things with regards to the blessed sacrament. But I'll share a few things from just this week, as the sisters know and some of you maybe. I was up just outside of Manchester in Stockport with Father Sean Davidson, and he's just opened with Bishop Mark Davies a new uh, sanctuary of the Blessed Sacrament of the Eucharist there for adoration. And what they had during the week was they brought the little children from the school into adoration, read the gospel to them, all the different classes came in. It was very beautiful to see all the children come into adoration. And then they would read the gospel to them, and then they would allow them just a time of silent prayer with the Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. And especially the younger children received so many wonderful graces, deeply profound graces. They were asked at the end if they wanted to share if the Lord had told them anything. And so one of the teachers turned and said, would, would you like to share if the Lord told you anything? And one little girl, her hand shot up immediately. And I heard afterwards from her teacher that she's really suffered. She's really Suffered. She comes from a background, a lot of suffering, a lot of difficulty, a lot of trial. She put her hand up immediately and the teacher says, what did the Lord tell you? And she says, he told me, don't worry, everything's going to be okay. And so she was completely at peace. And then one of the other young boys, uh, they said, again, would anyone like to share what the Lord said? And his hand shot up and they said, well, what did the Lord say to you? He told me I need to tell everyone that he's here. He's here. And so again, just this beautiful commission to children. Let the little children come to me, to such as these belongs the kingdom of heaven. One of the other little girls also had come from a lot of trial and suffering. She put her hand up. She says, I felt like I was in heaven. I felt like I was in heaven. I felt completely at peace and calm. Again, very beautiful. And then one of the other little girls, she was almost bursting with light. (laughs) And so again, what happened? And she just put her hand up to share what had happened. She said, I just loved the moment where Jesus let me know that he loved me. And she said, and that's all I could feel. I just felt loved and I felt good and I felt loved and I felt good. (laughs) She just repeated herself, just expressing the beautiful experience that she had had with the Lord, but so profound. And again, You know, sometimes we need that witness of the little children just for that reaffirmation of the reality of the presence of the one whom we encounter in Eucharistic adoration. That the Lord is here for that same healing, to communicate to souls that are open and childlike, right? With that childlike disposition, that simple prayer, to come into his presence, to have those conversations with him, and to receive from him all of the love, the mercy, and the healing that he wants to give. Where the Lord is present, healing and mercy always pours forth. Amen.